BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So we are going to talk about New York Times sneaky $100 million side business. You can probably guess what it is. Do you know what it is? Affiliate marketing. Uh, exactly. All right. So New, the New York Times, I think they do. Do you remember how much revenue they did in 2023? I think it was over a billion. I think it's over a billion, 1.1 billion approximately. Um, a lot of those, and Neil's searching it right now, but most of it comes from their digital subscriptions, which is something they pivoted from like uh, about a decade ago. So their 2023 numbers aren't fully released yet, but if you add up the three quarters that have taken place so far in the year, it is they actually do well over a billion dollars. It is 553. So in three quarters, they generated um, $1.728 billion. So chances are 2. they're 2-ish. at 2.2, 2.3, 2.4. I don't know if the last uh, quarter is a good quarter from. Actually, I could tell. Yeah, December of 2022 was one of their best quarters. So they were doing 660 back then. Yep. Uh, September of this year was 9% higher. So if you say the same thing for December of last year, you're roughly looking at $719 million in revenue yep. for December. It's a lot. And this is coming at a time where you know Warren Buffett divested from all the newsletter investments that they had because newsletters used to be a business that just crushed it. This is pre-Facebook, pre-social media. You mean and all newspapers? That. Or Sorry, yeah, n- newspapers. Thank you. Um, newspapers got got crushed, right? But New York Times was like the top, top, right? And now they've, they've pivoted to digital subscriptions. But what most people don't know is that years ago, they bought a company called Wirecutter for about $30 million. And Wirecutter is an affiliate site where they talk about best hamper or best like blanket, all this type of stuff, right? And, and they'll get like a cut, like you know, 10, 5, 10, 15% from Amazon if someone buys from their link because they're referring to all these websites, right? And Wirecutter, when they when they bought it, and this this video I was actually watching from Ahrefs, so shout out to Ahrefs, the, the SEO tool. Uh, they were getting about a million visitors a month. Then after the New York Times acquired them, they started adding way more content. And now the visitors Wirecutter gets per month is about 8 million or so. So they're making a lot more from that investment. That $30 million they paid, it's probably doing close to nine figures now. Well, they also have way better authority and more content, and they can just crank way out. bigger staff too. Yes, yeah. it, it was a. I think it was a great acquisition. And funny enough, speaking about companies that are doing sneaky marketing things, you know, um, CNBC wrote an article and Stanley Cups. Did you see that one? No. What's that? Uh, how Stanley Cups grew from a hundred and ten year old company grew from seventy three million dollars a year to in sales to Stanley Cup the NHL. Stanley cups, like the drinking cup, the tumbler, huh? like a mug, you know, oh, like okay. when you drink, like, got it, got it, got it, like got what it. you're holding right now, but 
Stanley has Got a brand, it. Google it. Got it. And you know how, do you know how they ended up uh, generating that much more revenue? 110 year old company. They went from 73 million to 750 million in the last few years. No, what happened? So what ended up happening is, is typically Stanley ended up targeting men who were working in like construction or job sites. They needed to hydrate and they would just drink from their cups and they would be like, cool, good to go. What ended up happening was, you know, a while ago, a few years ago, there was uh, in 2019, there was a woman's blog, a woman's blog, and it talked about Stanley and it went viral seven, several times. And what they ended up doing is they're like, holy crap, this woman's blog, which has an audience targeted towards women, you know, they really like our product. So they embraced it. They took the products. They changed the color scheme, made them more colorful. They leveraged pastels. All of us, and then they took influencer marketing, pushed out the product, and they it was so successful. They sold out multiple times. They created a waiting list, and fast forward to this year, roughly seven hundred fifty million dollars in sales. So they started moving into different categories and started just changing it up a little Same bit. Same product. Yeah. All they did is instead of targeting men, they started targeting women. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a uh, it's it's category expansion that allowed them to 10x, right? Not category expansion. They just kept the same. It's like it's, it's, you're, it's, you're, it's re, you're reskinning it, right? But it's not category expansion. No, they're, they're, they're targeting a new audience. Yeah, that's all. They audience did. expansion. That's a better word. Audience yeah, expansion. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you look at it. It took them 110 years to figure this out, and most people were like, "Yeah, this is great. Good for them." And they're you know, moral of the story is you could have the right product or right service, but you could just be targeting the wrong audience. Yeah. And my whole comment to it was. This is a big mistake. If I owned the company, I would have been pissed because the management couldn't figure out over 110 years that they're targeting the wrong audience to their product. If they just did some consumer research, they could have figured this out way earlier. But then again, if I owned the company and it's 110 years, I would have been dead anyways. (laughs) Well, true. Touche. But actually, so we were talking on the phone about this earlier this week. And one of the key things is like, as much as people have talked about going out there, hiring a CEO and getting out of the day-to-day and working above the business, what we talked about was like at the end of the day, if you want to grow to the maximum potential, you have to be involved because no matter, like you can't outsource your dream to somebody else, right? And even if you do, you think someone's going to save you. It's like, no, they aren't because they don't have the context that you have. They don't have the experience that you have. That being said, you should still hire people that have experience, but the ones that have to drive it probably is the founder at the end of the day or whoever has the most like incentive. I think it also depends on corporate size, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're really large, like a Microsoft or a Google or Apple, yes, having founders involved and having a visionary like Steve Jobs or Elon. Yes. I, I think does wonders for a business, but when you have the resources and you're a trillion dollar company or a multi-billion dollar company, you can hire a lot of amazing talent out there. There's a lot of people who aren't great at founding a company and taking it from zero to 10 million or, you know, one to a hundred, but there's a lot of amazing people that know how to take a company from a hundred to a billion or a billion to 2 billion. If you look at Stanley and what they did, they did grow, but the new CEO figured that out and embraced it. The past executives were just a bad fit. Yep. You know, so this is one thing we talked about, right? Like, absolutely, you got to hire the the best people because you can't do it as one person, right? Um, But it's really a combination of the people that you hire, the A players that you hire, plus you 
as a founder, if you're involved, right? Because here's, here's an example. When Steve Jobs came back into Apple, when it was a shit show, right? I think he cut like 3,000 people. He cut a bunch of product lines. And then each and every week, he would get involved with the marketing agencies, spend three hours with them, right? He's involved in design, involved in everything. And he's really just setting the tone. And sometimes like... Let's let's use Elon as an example. He's working on so many different things, right? He's involved with product. He's walking the floor and all that. Um, I think there's a there's a t- I think it's what I'm really getting at here is like we've really glorified this hiring a CEO. It's like no, like hire the CEO, but don't just abdicate everything to them. Is the point? BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California. And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. But I think it works in different cases, and, and there's cases for both. Like if you look at Microsoft during the early days Satya. with Gates and um, Balmer, the stock wasn't moving. Satya came in and the company's boom. You, you mean Gates first, then Balmer, and then Yes, Satya. but when Balmer was there, Gates was still there helping out. He was there for a long time. For a while, and then it, then it was just Balmer. Yeah. yeah, but then you look at Satya, he's done an amazing job growing the market cap from yep. a stock perspective. Forget the business performance. If yep. you just look at market cap, he's made people like Balmer extremely wealthy. If you look at Steve Balmer and his net worth, it's actually very similar to Gates. The difference between Balmer and uh, Gates is, I get Gates, Gates donated half away a lot his of money, money yeah. but still the big difference is Balmer didn't sell his Microsoft stock. He's held on to it. And if you look at his net worth, it's $110 billion. If you look at Gates's net worth uh, on, where is it? Forbes, Gates, Forbes. I'm actually Googling it. 110 uh, Gates is 118. So if you actually just double it, you're at 130, uh, 236. The way Bomber made his money is he just held on to the Microsoft stock and Satya just has made a killing. That's another lesson in investing. Sometimes if you believe in what you got, you just hold on to it for decades and you're good to go. Um, but here's the thing, right? Like when you look at Satya, amazing. Like what he's done with Microsoft, incredible, right? When you look at, uh, what, what's it, Sundar from Google? Uh, the Google CEO, right? He's done an amazing job he, too. And then if you look at... Uh, Nobody really talks about Amazon right now, but I still think Amazon's an amazing business. Um, th- now let's compare it to, let's look at what Elon's doing. Let's look at what Jensen Huang is doing with NVIDIA. Um, their founder, CEO is very involved, right? So I think let's just talk for in generalities for people. I think for the most part, if you have a smaller business, don't try to get out of it sooner 
And it, like, there are different like examples, obviously, that we're yes, talking about. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. For a smaller business, I yeah. think founder involvement and founder vision is really important. Yeah. For a business that is at scale, sometimes the founders don't know how to adapt. Agreed. And it could be good for them to transition out. Not all yep. cases, yep. but some cases. And some founders, like Jobs, was really good at early stage as well as later stage. But like, for example, with me, I'm good at early stage. I'm not great at running a business later stage. I don't have that skill set. Also, with people like Elon, he's been able to do quite a bit of things successfully at the same time. Uh, he's done SpaceX successfully, Tesla. X is yet to be seen, although I'm not counting it out. PayPal? Uh, PayPal had a lot of people involved. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, he was removed from CEO and then yeah, Neil took say, over. Tesla, really, Tesla, SpaceX, and you can even argue Starlink is a business by itself. It's still SpaceX, right? Yeah. But if if you, because then you're just getting into different divisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. if you look at SpaceX, Tesla have done both extremely well. Um, boring company. If you look at what they've done in Vegas, no one cares to use they it. They shut that down. They shut it down. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. I tried it one time and I'm like, what's the point of this? And yeah. then never again. I used to yeah. live in Vegas yeah. uh, and that's why I tried it out. Uh, I do think Elon has a lot on his plate. I still would never bet against him. I don't have the brain capacity or the brain power that he has or anywhere near it. Well, I also don't think we have the work ethic either, like 120 hours a week. I don't think we can do it. I, I can't do 120. Yeah. And I think I have a stronger work ethic than most people because yeah. I can easily do 60 to 80 hours every single week and never have any energy issues. Oh, it's like normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's normal. But I cannot do 120 hours or whatever he's doing on a daily basis. Yep. All right. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, read, subscribe. Check out the next video as well. Um, Also hit us on YouTube if you want to see what we're wearing. And we'll see you tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.